you truly understand your pet? Are you even aware that your pets use mental telepathy in an attempt to communicate with you? Pet communicator Dr. Monica is joining Dr. Pat each month to help you recognize that animals have emotions, thoughts, and feelings. You will come to understand how your own actions, thoughts, and feelings affect your furry friends. It's time to learn all you can about all creatures, great and small, on Pets Talk with Dr. Monica and Dr. Pat right now on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, everybody, that's what we're talking about. This is, yeah, you've tuned in. Pet Communicator is on the way, and that would be Dr. Monica. But before we get into that, let's everybody just check in for a moment and just see how the heck we all are doing. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hi, Pat. So uh, what you're doing is you're praying for us or hoping for us that we're going to get some snow uh, this weekend over in Leavenworth, right? Uh, sure. I mean, I'm down for any a great trip to Leavenworth. They've got great beer up there, so I'm not going to you know, not <laughs> hate on that per se. Uh, it's always a beautiful sight up there, uh, especially in the winter wonderland yeah. of Leavenworth. So yeah, for those, yeah. Uh, it, let me request a- for those who aren't from here. It's like Thank literally you. the Christmas of the Northwest. I mean, it, it doesn't is. get any better up there. It is. Um, And it is that kind of town. I mean, it is the place Mm -hmm. where you go. And for those people that like to walk the streets, right? You walk the streets, plenty of places to grab something to eat. And as Benny said, (laughs) grab something to drink. But even more importantly than that, they have the cutest little shops. Um, Everything from this fabulous Russian shop that was there where you can get some beautiful, beautiful things to really an an upgrade to what we might call a cheese shop. Now, what do I mean by an upgrade to that? Well, for my friends who love the whole cheese thing, right? The cheese, the wine, the whole thing. They go up there because there's this incredible shop like right in the middle of town that has the most, let's just say, unusual cheeses. But a lot of the cheeses are really local, and I think that's what we love. But the big thing here is you kick off this, well, I don't. My so friends I, had to look kick, it up. I had to look it up for you, Pat. Did you get it's it? It's called the Cheesemongers Shop. There it is. That's okay. it. Totally. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you go in, you can taste cheese, but generally you do not walk out of there without buying something. I mean, that is it. Uh, So look, here's what I love about this. There are so many places in Washington state that people know about that perhaps have lived here forever. But there are so many places here that many people don't know about. So I want to give you a teaser. It's a quiz for Benny. Oh, boy. That means I need my uh, dings and buzzers, right? Are you you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm prepping them. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. All right. Okay. Quiz or question number one. And those of you out there, if Benny does not get it right, right? Uh, I'll uh, get it right. If he doesn't get it right, call in 1-800-930-2819, and the correct answer will get a deck of angel cards. Old school kicking it up angel cards, right? Benny. Yes, ma'am. What city slash town in Washington State 
was featured in the trifecta of vampire movies. Uh, uh, Forks out on the coast. <laughs> God, you squeaked that one out. <laughs> Bring it on. Boy, you squeaked that out. Uh, I just want to say for everybody, the greatest disappointment I think all of us have had in the Pacific Northwest, even though I'm from the East Coast, it was a major disappointment. And I'm telling you all, if you happen to do a remake or a sequel or a prequel or a, a no-quill, that's when you don't do any other movies on the thing. I call it a no-quill. But if you happen to do it, here's what I want to say to you. Please, all my Canadian friends are going to be all over my case right now. Please don't film it in Canada. Please film it in Forks. <laughs> film the movie that's all about Forks in Washington. Film it in Forks. How hard is that? It did put them on the map. It did put them on the map. And, you know, this, the, the city itself has really done a great job about that. Okay, now, next question. This must be our pop culture day. I'm, I'm, I'm always about that. What actor from the series? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to miss this one, I know, because I just, <laughs> I don't want... Is it Team Edward or is it Team on, whatever the on. other one is? I don't even know what the other okay, one is. Team right, Edward right. or Team whatever. I, I think the other team has gone down the road of the Seahawks. Uh-oh, don't oh. call me on that. Please don't call me, please. What? Jacob, that's what it is. You ready? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Actor from that film series, Twilight, the Twilight series, has recently been named to a mega blockbusting road. And I have a tip. Roll. I have a tip if you don't get it right the first time. Which one of them actors? Just name for like blockbuster stardom. Oh, not that he hasn't had blockbuster stardom. Seriously? Okay, which one? I only know like partial name. It's like Taylor something, isn't it? All right. Well, I'm not going to go. 1 800 930 Come on. Deck of angel cards for you. Ready? <laughs> What actor from that Forks Twilight Venture was just named, contrary to popular demand, for his upcoming role? Okay, so you got it wrong, right? Do you want? I can give you another tip. It's not you ready? Taylor Lautner. That's the only one. I had to look up the other one, but that, yeah. I, that's because I cheated. You ready? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Here, I'll give it to you. So there we go. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I'm going I'm to give you another tip, but I want somebody to call in. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, and and we could see who picks up the phone here. Uh, Benny, you'll let me know. Okay. Ready? This role was previously played by Ben Affleck. Uh, oh, I did hear about something about this. I know. I have an answer. Can I just explain? It's for the new Batman movie, right? Very good, oh, Benny. All right, yeah. Very Woo. good. I still don't know the actor very well, but good luck to him. Uh, Angel Card Deck, not going to give the name. Angel Card Deck, if somebody can name the actor that has been slotted for that role. <laughs> okay. Just he's, he's trending trying, right now. He's trending. Totally trending. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a little bit surprised 
But uh, I don't want to disclose too much in case somebody calls in. We're going to give them an angel, a deck of angel cards uh, for that. Okay. Since today's show, right, is all about what animals do and don't know. You ready? Another pop culture movie question. What actor is recently playing live in theaters in an animal movie that once was part of the Avengers? Is this for me? I don't know. Are we still playing on me? Or are we trying to get callers in? I got I gotta get you first until we get a caller to call in. I still don't know. (laughs) Okay, so so can I I'll give you a little do you want me to give you a little hint what the movie name is? Would that help? If you want, go for it. All right. Do you think you'll get it if I give you the name of the movie since it's all about an animal show here? Think you'll get it? Okay, I'll try. Dr. Doolittle. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, don't look it up because you're going to be Googling stuff. No, right? no, don't, no, don't, I don't, don't do that during these games. Okay, this, okay, Dr. Doolittle, mm-hmm. right? But because we're talking about our pet friends today, because right now this is pet talk. Uh, we're waiting for Dr. Monica. Uh, so, who is the actor, right? The original that, one? No, that Ray made the transition from. Another blockbuster movie, and we all cried, just bawled our eyes out, right? But we understand had to star in this Doolittle show. I know and... it. I know it. All right, give me. Go ahead, give it's it. Robert to Downey me. Jr. Nice, huh? nice, See? nice, nice. Great answer. Great answer. The big lead was the Avengers. He hasn't stepped away from those for a long time, so. Yeah, I, I'm still not quite 100% sure. But, you know, here's the way I'm looking at this. Are you ready for my take on okay. blockbuster movies right now? Has nothing to do with uh, animals or pet talk. I think we're still tracking down Dr. Monica. Is that right? Uh, as far as I know, yes. Okay, good. Somebody will tell me if she actually comes on. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we go, right? When we think about this, this is the this is the debacle that I have right now. I have grown up as I had a really rough childhood, Benny. Really horrible. Really, I did. I had a really. Horrible I think you childhood. really did. I, don't, I did. I, I don't. But I, I, I know it's not a laughing matter. But you know, I crushed it even as a kid. Well, sure. I did. I was a little bit rebellious, but I mean, who wouldn't be when your uncles, Jimmy, Dickie, Bobby, Louie, and Johnny, those were my uncles, gave me a pair of boxing gloves at age five, pair of boxing gloves. Now, the story goes like this about the boxing gloves, right? Yep. My uncles used to go to ringside boxing. Right. Not going to say what Dickie, Louie, Bobby, Johnny. Did I get them all? Dickie, Louie, Bobby, Johnny, Jimmy. I think I got them all. That's five. Didn't don't want to say what they were doing at the boxing ring. Although I did find out later. But they brought me a very unappreciated. Just saying 
unappreciated, unappreciated, not by me, not by me, but my mom's unappreciated, authentic pair of boxing gloves from the Friday night fights back in the day, right? Before smartphones and Googling boxing gloves, right? And the way my uncle Ralph tells it, half Italian, half cousin, half that, he says, Patricia, we wanted to kill your uncles, Dickie, Jimmy, Bobby, Louie, Johnny, and of course, your other uncle, Charlie, wanted to kill them for giving you the boxing gloves. And I said, you know, Uncle Ralph, I, I know you wanted to kill them. I just don't understand why you wanted to kill my uncles from doing that. And now my uncle, look, I, I, none of my uncles, well, I don't want to say that, but my uncle Ralph did not kill anybody. But this is like the way they talk, right? We don't even say that anymore. Because if you ever said, well, I want to blank somebody, look out, social media. I don't even talk like, but this is the way they talk back then. And I said to my uncle, why? Why did they want to do that? Take a short break. Wait till you hear the reason why the entire Basili family wanted to get after the entire Balella family, mom's side of the family, found out, guess who was born in South America? Grandpa in Brazil. When we come back, I'll tell you the why. This is what's my why about the authentic boxing gloves. We'll be right back. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course. Do you want the knowledge and wisdom to understand where spirituality, science, and psychology intersect? Then join the Karmic Path Radio Show with Tina and Laura on TransformationTalkRadio.com Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Follow this charmingly, disarmingly dynamic duo as they explore how psychic ability, spirituality, and karmic law tie together. For more information on Tina, Laura, and their groundbreaking work, visit thekarmicpath.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living, LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. 
The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Julia Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. All right, that is for you folks. We're since we're talking about you ready, Dr. Monica's here, so we're gonna get right at it. Uh, since we're talking about Dickie, Louie, Bobby, Johnny, and Jimmy, and then Charlie, my Aunt May's uh, husband, uh, and we're talking about that, and we were talking about uh, a whole lot of things. But my introduction to loving animals came at a really early age. For some reason, I was so drawn to horses that here's what happened to me. And this is related to the question before the break. I was given horseback riding lessons at an age that most people don't get horseback riding lessons. But I just want to say my dad, Tony, and Dickie, Jimmy, Johnny, Louie, Dickie, Jimmy, Johnny, Louie, <laughs> and Bobby, they knew people. So if any child was going to get the whole outfit, right, and was going to get the, 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 the whole thing, it was going to be me. And I did. And I loved horses. And I made my dad call the horseback riding instructor on the coldest day for my birthday and take me. Place was closed down. It was like 10 below. And I went there. I remember this as if it was yesterday. As a very young child, this was the high point of my childhood. And I remember the clanking of, of the horse's hooves on the cobblestone. And I remember the stool that I had to climb up to get on the horse. Why? I refused to let anybody put me on this horse. That's that. But the reason I'm sharing this story is my dad had more broken promises around this. So Dickie, Louie, Bobby, Johnny, and Jimmy, my mama's brothers, one day said, since Tony, the bum, is not going to take you to the horseback riding, we brought you a pair of boxing gloves. And here's the end of the story so we can get going here, Dr. Monica. This is the answer, Benny, you've been waiting for. Everybody on the Basili side of the family was so mad at the Balela side of the family. And I asked my uncle later, I said, why were you all so mad? I love the boxing gloves. I slept with the boxing gloves. I own a pair of boxing gloves today. He says, Patricia. Do you know what happened to the boxer? And I said, no, I just got the boxing glove. And my uncle said, mamma mia, 
You should go to your grave and not know what happened to the boxer. You fill that in. Let's go to Dr. Monica. Dr. <laughs> Monica, it's so great to have you here. Thank you for having me, Pat. Thank you. Okay, so let's start off with what Benny and I were talking about. Here we are, and we are looking at uh, movies, remakes, makes, remakes, but animals are being featured in so many blockbuster movies. And I want to start today by asking you about this, because here we are with animals. And I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Doolittle, but I want to know who the heck named those animals, right? Because we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And let's talk about what the naming configurations are all about, because it has an energy, doesn't it? All names have an energy. And so it's very important that when you first get a puppy, you make the right decision and you pick the right name for the puppy. Um, animals do not understand jokes. They do not understand. If you want to call an animal something like Fluffy because he's bald, you know, and you, you think it's so funny, he's not going to understand the reason why he's getting that name because yeah be benny benny it. wouldn't either that by the way <laughs> benny would not either i'm just just saying right there but right. but but do they sense this dr monica they do don't they they do sense it but also because when we say a name we are sending an energy and the energy of what we feel when we say that name is what they receive so if we name uh, our pet let's say a human name, because it's either a human name that you always wanted to have your kid name. Oh after. my God, here we go. There you go. Then that is the energy that we're putting out. It's very important. You, you'll realize uh, later in time when the puppy grows up that he is not answering to your calling him or her because they don't like that name because they don't like the energy that you put out when you say that name. So what happens is you have an unruly dog because you call them to come back and they never listen. No kidding. That's right. But you know, this makes sense. Okay, so the, for those of you just tuning in, Dr. Tuning in, Dr. Monica's here, we are taking your calls. And first of all, let me just say, if there's anything that is going on with your animal friend, your pet, this is the show you want to call in. Because as I said earlier, Dr. Monica is world renowned for what she has done. I mean, think about it. She has the website Pet Communicator. This is something that she's been doing for her entire life. But today's show is to build a bridge between the humans, right? And our animal friends. Okay. Uh, what would you say? Okay, I gotta have true confessions. I gotta share something with you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What would you say if you knew that myself and my very, very best friend that we named our pet, all the names are people names? Oopsie, huh? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of how you feel about it, uh, deep down in your psyche, the reason why you're doing that is because you're missing something. That's true. And so you kind of put your pet in place of a person. You know? That's true. And well, 
Yeah. So I could say this, honestly, I don't know where Teddy's name came from, because I don't know how Linda did that. But the German Shepherd, this huge police dog was named Eric. And then the big, beautiful collie was named Travis. And I don't even know anybody by the name of Travis. So how do you even make sense of that crazy town calling a collie that looks like Lassie? Uh, (laughs) Well, by the way, what's up with calling Lassie Lassie? It's nothing wrong. <laughs> but Lassie comes from the Irish, and Lassie yeah. is, you know, a girl. Yep. So uh, anyway, uh, going back to names, um, it could be that um, you heard um, country music singer Travis, I forget his last name, but his first name is Travis, and you happen to like it. And so that resonated within you, and that's why you wanted to call your pet. Travis. Uh, it shows so many things, but usually it, I don't see it very often. Yeah. People name their dogs and cats and horses names that mean something to them. And it might not mean the same to the animal. And that's why we have to be careful. But what I want to address is how do you know? How do you know a name that they like? And how do you find that name? Well, I have been doing this for a long time. So okay, I want to hear this. Yeah, okay. I, you've got my undivided attention because <laughs> I think we don't know this, right? I mean, I think this is one of these things where I think some people can tap into the ener- energy, right? Uh-huh. But I don't think most people understand what you're about to share, that there is a way to pick the right name for a new pet, right? Absolutely. You just have to be patient. So the first thing that people should do is write down on a piece of paper all the names that they are comfortable with, that they would like their pet to be called. So let's say you have a list of 10 names. You're sitting down, your dog, cat, is sitting down next to you, not really paying attention to you, but next to you. You're both relaxing. All of a sudden, there's silence, and you say, buddy, and you wait for a reaction. If the dog turns their face towards you, that is a name that he likes. Otherwise, he's going to completely ignore any other name on your list. He's not going to like to be called that. And I have had many instances where uh, doing that really changed the life of the human and the animal. You know, this is fascinating because I know you hear this all the time. And I just want to say to folks, this is a live call-in show. Uh, Questions about your animals, whether they're here or they've moved on. Dr. Monica's in the house. I also want to make sure that for those of you that want to uh, spend some time one-on-one with Dr. Monica, you can go to her website, petcommunicator.com. I think that what you're talking about, it makes so much sense, you know, because I think you probably have hundreds of stories of pet owners, right, where they've tried to communicate with their animal friend and their animal friend pays them no attention. And they make up a million reasons. Absolutely. And that is the main reason they don't like their name. But let's not go to animals for a second. Let's compare us humans. Uh How many people do you know that they do not resonate with a given name? 
and they go through life wanted to be called something else because that name really resonates with who they are. Sometimes they pick their middle name to use as a first name and sometimes they just pick a, a completely different name altogether or a nickname. And I have seen older people called nicknames that you would imagine they're for kids, but they enjoy that. They resonate with that name and they use that name in their everyday life. So it happens to us too. Why wouldn't it happen with our pets? Here's what I want to say, because I am totally relating with this. My sister, right? She's looking down right now at me. I could see her grin. The minute I say that, I saw my sister Chicky with the big grin. Chicky. There Chicky. You go. <laughs> but here's the, the deal with her. She was given a birth name. Mm-hmm. She could not stand it. And she went and legally changed it. That's right. Right? I'm not and, surprised. Uh, right? So Benny, Benny's going to find us a, a song. Because my sister was named after, and we just played a song of hers, Connie Francis. Oh, yes. Conchetta. So my sister's name was Conchetta. Oh. And she's like, I do not, well, I should go to school. We're in the Bronx. She goes, hi, I'm Conchetta Basile. People are like, seriously, really? That's your name. <laughs> well, it bothered my sister and she changed it. Yes. And I didn't know this story till later. And then when I heard what she changed her name to, I said, really? (laughs) So she changed it from Conchetta to Veronica. And I said to my sister, why did you pick that name? She said, I picked it from the comic book. Oh, yes. Yes. But here's my question. Should you, can you, what do you do if you have found out that you have just named your animal, your pet, your dog, whatever it is, a name that they don't respond to, should you change it? Let's take a short break. When we come back, I want to hear the answer to that. Could it be as simple as, oh, wait a minute, like, let's change my name from Conchetta to Veronica. Well, let's change your name, Travis, the Collie, from Travis, I don't even know what. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life well yeah me either but i still ride unicorn i will teach you how to become a mindset master you will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise relationships organization and so much more motivation doesn't arrive in an email so stop waiting for it you have to take action then motivation follows i am coach peggy well get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth We aren't that special. We all have crap to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific. 
for Couch Couch and Coffee Radio, where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot sticks and squat. I'll talk to you later. Have you discovered the remarkable books at angelhealinghouse.com? Author Claire Candy Hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight. Angels of Faith is an inspiring story of healing, comfort, and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared, but embraced with joy. One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through Angel Ariel's five most important lives on Earth, as well as her experiences in the afterlife, and helps us remember our own journey across the veil. And Claire Candy's autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when Claire Candy walked out of her body and Angel Ariel walked in, creating heaven on Earth for herself and others. To find out more about these wonderful books, visit angelhealinghouse.com today. Your money is your creational energy. When you feed your wealth back into what you love, it signals your choices and returns to you. Tune in to Money Momentum with host Karen Baines and learn the truth about the widely misunderstood creative energy that is the cash in your pocket. Realign the things you can't see to get the results you can see. Listen every month for a whole new hour on how to get the money already aligned to who you are. For more information on Karen and Money Momentum, visit soulwhispers.uk. Well, I got to tell you, that song, The Three of Us Girls, Dr. Monica uh, had to sing. My mom had us learn that song, and there's a couple of others. And this is the way she used to get at my dad. And usually it was around an election or something where her candidate won and his didn't. And we would have to learn a song called, Who's Sorry Now? <laughs> I know that song very well. Oh, my God. Look, we have callers waiting for you. Okay. Uh, but before the break, I was saying, is it okay to change the name after you've named your pet? And that is an excellent question. And my answer is yes. Not only is it okay for you to change the name of your pet, mm -hmm. it is almost necessary to have a better understanding of your pet and for him or her to understand you by using mm -hmm. the correct uh, address. But also, and most importantly, when you adopt a pet that comes from a rescue, from a shelter, from a, another person, it is imperative that you change the name. Why? Because it's a new life. It's yeah. a new beginning. It's a new uh, family. So with everything new, he or she should get a new name. It's a new lease on life. It's a it new is. lease on life. All right, Mr. Benny, let's go to the phones. Yeah. Who do we have? We'll take Pat calling in from the uh, Connecticut area. Hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi. 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 I'd love to ask a question about my dog, but um, also like to say two things about names. Um, I... The one I have now, I've named him Chance. He came in with Scrappy, and he was abused by the people that named him for the first two years of his life to the point where he finally turned around and bit one of the girls. So mm. I wanted to get rid of, rid of that name. Um, so I understand Good. completely what you're saying. His name is Chance, and I think he likes it. Um, I didn't. I didn't come up with a name until Thanksgiving Day when we were talking about being so mm. grateful and 
it just came up, you've got a second chance, and, and then I thought that's the name. The other one, Beauregard, um, <clears throat> interestingly, um, the, the shelter named him, but they so lovingly named him. He was also went through such a horrific abuse, and they did everything they could to keep him alive. And, and so when I got him, I know that that name was just given with such love, so I think that worked. Um, even though it was the, the shelter that named him. Hmm. Wow. Thank you was, for sharing was, that. Now, yeah. yeah, what's your question? What can we help you with today? Can I ask about a health thing? thing? We're kind of in a crisis, and I'm, I'm down about it just because financially I think he needs two um, surgeries, um, and I will do it, but I just I'm on a fixed income. And I also um, did a lot of work with him this past year with, you know, high bills. This is the first year that it's really hit me. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's overwhelming. And well, you, um, can, you can ask, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to answer, but let's hear it. Let's go to your question. Um, he, he got a hematoma on his flap, ear flap. He's a hound. Shaking it, we found out because he's got a tumor in the ear. So we've tried two things with the ear flap to get it drained and steroids and stuff, and it's not working. So that's one surgery that's like $700. They put steroid on the tumor inside the ear, um, hoping that in 30 days it will knock it off. I'll find out Mm -hmm. in about two weeks. If it doesn't, um, surgery for that, which will be even much, much more. um, I've, you know, I've rescued hounds for 35 years. They're, they're everything to me. <clears throat> this is just, you know, I'm accepting it. It's, it's a hard year, but uh, <clears throat> just if you see anything, or even about him, what he wants to say, he's coming over to say hi right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you. And now to be able to ask your pet a question, I really do need to have a, a picture of your pet because otherwise I'm not sure I'm actually reaching him, but I can tell you a a little bit of something here, uh, you know, out of the top of my head, experience only. Uh, uh, If it's a benign tumor in the ear, the worst thing that can happen is that he will become deaf on that ear. If it is a, a bad tumor, then, you know, um, you, you kind of just need the operation because otherwise it's going to get spread and, you know, it's not going to live much longer. Mm. Um, if it's a benign tumor, then you can also uh, help to treat it for inflammation. It's not going to go away completely, but a CBD product is a wonderful way of helping him out. So that's I've been giving that. I've been giving that to him orally. Um, since the steroid has to sit on it for thirty days, I didn't want to interfere with that. But eventually, can I put it literally on the tumor? You can, and you should, because it doesn't interfere one thing with the other. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. But even if it's benign, he may continue. It may irritate him and continue to shake and continue with the hematomas. Absolutely. Should it be taken out anyway? Either way, it will grow. It'll grow into the ear canal, and he will go completely deaf. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
So, will he be okay with the surgery? He's 11 and really not been without me since I rescued him. For that, I need to ask him. I'm sorry. Okay. And Thank you. Him. Yes, go ahead. Uh, so when you say you need to ask him, what does that mean, Dr. Monica? Because uh, I have a relationship with the yes. animals that I talk to, so I need to ask Okay. how do they feel about that. Uh, an animal at like 14 years old, you know, a, a doctor would feel um, concerned about putting anesthesia on mm -hmm. him because, you know, the older they get, the longer it takes for them to wake up. But he might say, hey, I feel younger than my age, uh, I feel that I can do it. And so th those are the translations that I would tell there. Okay. And yeah. so what you would need to do for that is actually, if, uh, if she were to call you separately for a separate session, you'd be able to look at a picture and take care of all of that then? Absolutely. Got it. Yes. Perfect. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for calling in. Uh, Mr. Benny, who do we have next? Yeah, we'll take uh, Karina calling in from the California area. Hi, Karina. Uh, Hi, yes, Karina. Hi. Thank you for taking the call. Um, and welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Very interesting uh, topic. <laughs> um, I have a cat. She's uh, been with us a year. Um, we did pick her out personally. Um, we did see she was very active at a very young age, and um, we were drawn to that. But mm. she's destroyed my furniture, and I'm ready to make her an outside cat. And I can mm. tell she doesn't like being outside very much. But I mean, it's it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty bad. Um, I did try for the first time putting some of my furniture on top of the table like chairs on top of the table but uh i got it did. i got it karina mm -hmm. let me ask you a, a question do you know when you picked her up if she had been a feral cat her mother was feral there you go okay so this is what happens it is in her dna it is in her nature to want to be an outside kitty. And that's why she destroys everything so much. It's almost like a dog who doesn't get his walks. He's going to destroy, bite, you know, do, uh, wreck the house. The cat is the same thing. What she's asking you to do is to be more independent. And I know and I understand perfectly that we as humans believe that it is our responsibility to take care of those animals. And because of that, we fear that there are dangers outside our home. So we keep them inside. But there are those few cats that have had an experience or their parents were feral, they were taught. Animals are taught by the age of three months old what it is that their parents want to teach them. By the time they're three months, that's what they know. So this little girl knows that she should be outside. She doesn't want oh. to, she's not comfortable yet, mm -hmm. but her DNA is telling her, I need to be outside because my mother said, this is where life happens. Mm. So I'm afraid that to save yourself, your sanity, your home, and save her, you have to give her the opportunity to be an indoor-outdoor cat. Just have an 
a cat door and allow her to go out anytime she wants to and come in when she feels she has done her part with nature. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah. definitely um, would take that into consideration. I think at, at night is when she um, does the most damage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I'm leaning towards having her uh, be in the patio at night and setting her home up outside. And that is Thank a very so good much. thing. Remember that cats are nocturnal, that they are wide awake at night. So this oh. is a time that she needs <laughs> to experience life on her own terms. So that's what you have to wow. do. Uh, for other listeners, the ones that they don't want to have their cat at night outside because it is so dangerous, then what you can do is allow them to be out during the day bring them inside at night and just before you go to sleep 10 11 o'clock at night you need to have a play session with your cat but i mean this play session is like you going to the gym and doing um uh, what is it um aerobic <laughs> aerobic right thank you uh, your heart has to be pumping okay so their little heart has to be pumping and they have to be uh, open mouth breathing by the time you're done playing. With that, they will sleep four to six hours and they won't bother you at night. So, mm-hmm. good advice. Wow. Good advice. wow. Thank Very you well. so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Have a great yeah. week. Take care. Yeah, please let us know. Wow. Uh, Mr. Benny, uh, who do we have next? Uh, we have open lines there, Pat. All right, 1-800-930-2819. For those of you who have a question for Dr. Monica, Dr. Monica, before we go ahead, um, would you let folks know the best way to find out more about you, um, as well as, you know, the, some of the courses you teach, all of the above? Absolutely. I'm very easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> you go to my website, petcommunicator.com, you Google me, Dr. Monica Diedrich, you email me, Dr. Monica at earthlink.net or Dr. Monica at petcommunicator.com. I do uh, consultations every day, every hour on the hour from Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on California time. Now, for those people who are empath who think that they already think they're talking to their pet or simply that they want to learn how to talk to their pets. I do have online courses under the title Pets Talk Academy. You'll see it on my website. And this is an online course that people can take at their own leisure. And I have beginners, intermediate and advanced classes. I also have something that I called mentoring class. And this is for people that have taken classes with someone else, but things have not really clicked in yet. Or for other animal communicators who have maybe a problem with a specific animal and want a second take on it. So you'll find all that on my website, petcommunicator.com under online courses for Pet Talk Academy. Awesome. Um, 
thank you for sharing that. Uh, there are many ways that Dr. Monica connects with all of you. And for, for many of you, if you can't get into the show today, uh, she will be on again, but please reach out to her directly. Um, and Karen, I know you called in and you dropped. If you call in again, Benny will let me know. Um, let's talk about uh, a couple things. You know, we were talking about names, but there's also um, uh, the ways that we should look at our animals. For example, what are their appearances? What do they look like? You know, so a couple things. What do animals know about themselves? This is a very interesting question because, first off, I want you to think that all animals are different, even though they're all animals, even whether they're pets or they're cats or whatever animal you have at home. They're each individuals. We humans are all individuals and pets are the same thing. So some pets can look at themselves in the mirror and not recognize who that animal is. And you've seen a lot of YouTube videos where cats or pets are looking at a mirror and they're going, well, what are you? And, you know, try to get at the mirror. But usually a pet, a dog knows he's a dog. He doesn't understand, for instance, um, what breed they are. Right. It's just a dog. Right. You know? Just like a kid. You, you ask a kid, oh, you have friends in your school. Tell me about this friend and that friend. And they give you the name and they say it's a boy or it's a girl. They understand that. But they don't understand the color of their skin. They will never tell you, you know, a four or five-year-old will never tell you, oh, she's a black girl. He's a yellow boy. <laughs> you know, right. It doesn't enter their mind. Right. So it's the same thing with with pets. They do not know that one is a Great Dane and the other one is a Chihuahua. They might think of the Chihuahua as their little baby or their little play toy. And, uh, you know, they, they might want to be on uh, the human's lap just as much as the Chihuahua is being a Great Dane. <laughs> it's a little bit difficult, but it, it happens all the time. So there are certain things that they are not aware of. Another thing that is important for people to know mm -hmm. that animals are not aware of years. Many clients come in and they said, well, I rescued this dog and I want to know how old the dog is. Well, we work on a calendar that was creating, created thousands of years ago. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so we decided that a year is 365 days, that an hour is 60 minutes. And, but animals do not know that. So at best, the <laughs> only thing that they can tell me is, I was born in winter. I was born in summer. I was born in the rainy season. I was born in the dry season. And that's the only thing that I'm able to get from them. I cannot know their age unless it was a significant winter and they can tell. For instance, in California, sometimes it's difficult to tell when it's winter, you know, especially if they're inside the house. The houses are always, you know, from 68 to 72 degrees. So how do they know when it's <laughs> right. winter and summer? So that is an area that it causes some 
you know, misconceived notions uh, with uh, humans because they don't understand why a pet would not know how old they are. Yeah, I think what you're talking about is an interesting, let's just say it's a gap between our human perception or actually our human wanting, right? Mm -hmm. And what we expect. And you're absolutely right. I mean, imagine this large Lassie-like collie who thought that literally he was a lapsa-apsa, right? Because that's what he liked to do. He liked to be up there on the couch. I mean, this was a big, hairy dog, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But in the end, you know, what you're talking about allows us to understand better. And I think that's what we want, is to get close to our animal friends. Thank you, Dr. Monica, for today. Um, I'd love to know your personal message. And please let folks know how they can find out more about you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Pat. And uh, so, yes, uh, petcommunicator.com. Google my name, Dr. Monica Diedrich. Um, take my classes, take my consultations. I'm available for you. And particularly if you have any type of emergency, I'm always available. So check my website and I hope to hear from you. And thank you again. All right. And Dr. Monica will be back, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. If you've missed any part of this, of course, you'll be able to listen to it later today or go to Transformation Talk Radio. It usually takes us about 12 hours to put our archives up and do the editing, but you'll be able to hear the previous shows Dr. Monica has done as well. Let's take a short break, everyone. I'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. You've been listening to Pets Talk with pet communicator Dr. Monica and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month to solve your pet problems. For more information on Dr. Monica and communicating with your pets, visit PetCommunicator.com.